three, two, one. Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball on your balls in 2023. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming have you covered for your much-needed resolution of bringing sexy back. Join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Let us have a toast for a new year, new you. And a new you with no pubes. And... We're recording, Simo. Oh, yeah. And this is my singing tune. I just realized yeah. I didn't put my little lip tint on. It's just a little bit. It's just, um, it's like a, it's like lip chap, but it's got like a little hint of a color. So I'll, I'll show you. If you don't put the lip chap on, what the fuck are you doing? This show just is a little bit of color. Now. So like I look, you look like, like I'm You're getting ready to suck on a dick. Always. <laughs> don't gotta get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. News. News. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Fratchat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Yo, what's up, dude? I'm good. How are you? I am good. We are here. Uh, Mr. Moe is on his hot spot this week, so there'll be no delays. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, it look, won't look like we're having understanding issues where I just stare at Simo like, uh, oh. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Uh, T-Mobile Wi-Fi, do better. Uh, but yes, we're here. We're looking good. Mr. Simo's rocking his Moon Life tea there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Looking fly, looking good. I was the gin. And I'm oh, eating nice. one of these things. Have you seen these before? What brand is that? It's called... Um, Can't Carl read. Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it says... Is I just it says... Yeah, it's good, but it says it has egg whites in it. Can I get salmonella from this? Oh, uh, no, 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 egg white. I mean, if they're cooked, you're good. Salmonella tastes good, then I guess I don't. I'm sure it's, it's all baked. Yeah. Things have egg whites. Egg whites good for the protein, brother. Yeah, man. I used to, I'm trying to, get I used to eat egg white sandwiches. Delicious. Really? Yeah, put some Ew. egg whites, yeah. and like I would basically make like a little egg white like tortilla with like grilled onions and peppers mixed into it. And I would put that on a sandwich with a little cheese, turkey bacon, maybe some avocado. Done, baby. Those were um, my... So do you still have a gym membership or do you just work out at home now? 
I have both. I, uh, I do the gym membership, but I will say now that we're getting, uh, by the time this comes out, it'll just be the beginning of February, I believe. But uh, we're at the end of January here now, the day we're recording this. We're recording this on Saturday, January 28th. And the, re- the gym resolutioners are finally making their way out. So I've been starting to trickle back in to my local gym. Uh, the first few weeks of January, though, I was doing all at home. So fuck that. I'm not going to deal with that. <laughs> what do you think about people who take a notebook and write down everything? They write down how much they lifted, how many reps they did. I don't hate it. Well, I wouldn't keep that much detail, but I don't hate it because sometimes I forget what I did. Not so much at the gym. Because at the gym, you go from machine to machine. So at least, oh, I remember I did that, that. But when I'm at home sometimes and I'm doing stuff, I literally like, I don't know if it's because I smoke weed or something, but it's like, shit, did I do three sets or four? Did I do two sets or three? So it's good to like cross them off. You know what you did. You got it all done. And then you can kind of, you can plan your workouts accordingly. Like I remember here, I have it written down Monday and Tuesday, you know, I did these exercises and now I can do this shit. You know what I mean? So I get it. I don't do it personally all the time, but I totally get it. It's easier to keep track of your shit. Well, in between, like machines left to wait. I try to keep moving, keep my heart rate up. So when people like do an intense lifting and they sit down and they take time to write real neatly in the notebook, I'm like, you're ruining your workout. I don't know. I think it's kind of well, nerdy. I would write it all down beforehand. So it's like, this is what I'm going to do. So then like, if I'm going to do it, then I just do checks. You know what I mean? So it takes one second. Like, I wouldn't sit down and write a dissertation, but now I'm curious. What are you doing between sets? Are you staying like, yeah, I'm um, he's got two shake weights at the same time, <laughs> totally. totally. I got two shake one in the front here, <laughs> and I got um, uh, a neighbor's thumb on my ass at the same time. So I'm working, I'm working on the muscles. Uh, so I um, uh, I sometimes take I don't know what it's called, but it's like a platform with like half of a medicine ball underneath of it, yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like wobbly. So I stand on that and I do squats. Ah, so it works your core, and it's also so I yeah, nice carry that around with me at the gym. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very excited because I got this in the mail. I haven't used it yet. Oh yeah, no, I haven't used mine either. I'm actually was waiting for this particular weekend after we were done uh, with the epic greatest comedy show of all time at Stand Up New York, which we'll get to later. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna fool around with it. You know, get. Get uh, get my bay, my face nice and done. Now for you, it's gonna be great because now you'll have actual separate uh, shaving devices, so you can stop shaving the shit from your nuts on your face. You no, know, I I'm a little hesitant with this because I don't love anything more than my current lawnmower 4.0, and um, I, I use it on everything. And I'm not supposed to, but I just love it so much. So there's, there's a there's a high bar, um, but it, this does say this beard hedger says. Um, no half dozen clipper attachments. The zoom wheel lets you choose from 20 different lengths. So there's like a wheel on it and you can like wind it up to, wheel, baby. to have longer yeah, or shorter. That's beautiful. Yeah, so then you don't have to awesome. fuck around with the clippings and stuff. And so here we go. You said you're a little hesitant because you're so, you know, you, you like your 4.0 so much. A lot more 4.0. Well, this is like finding out that your celebrity crush or something or your high school crush has like a sexier older sibling in the family you know what i mean and they're actually like the eight there's someone even hotter in there you know what i mean so this is this is the king 
of making sure our balls get less nicks and cuts, my friend. So I feel like I trust like my Liam face. Hemsworth and Chris Hemsworth. So it's like it's like you have a crush on Liam, and then you see <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thor, it's like you're Miley Thor. Cyrus. You're sitting at your wedding and say, "Oh, that's your brother." By the way, if you hear any screaming in my apartment, it's because Osmario bought us a Nintendo Switch. Oh, nice! And we're playing old school Mario games, and. Um, He's very into it. Actually, I am too, but I'm not like squealing like a little girl. So, uh, to be fair, uh, we were foreigners. Uh, and so, you know, I feel like he probably had access to these games when he was a child and never really did again. So, you know, let, let the man live. Let him be a kid. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Let him dress like a baby. Be a whiny little bitch. Be a little whiny little bitch. Let him dress like a baby and then ask you. Hold the foreigner card. I don't care. <laughs> Let him ask you to change his diaper. I go. I made a boom boom. <laughs> you know, I saw this kid. prank this lady did. She she was like changing her kid, but she took a clean diaper and put like um Nutella or something in it. Mm -hmm. And then she she showed her husband. She said, "Oh my god, look at all this!" And she pretended to fall, and the and the um uh diaper went on his face. Oh. And I just think. I just thought that was so funny. And then I saw this other prank on TikTok where this girl has like a like a little um cup of like yellow liquid. Right. And um she uh she brings her boyfriend over and she says, I'm recording this. This is a new trend on TikTok. And she's got a Q tip and she's dabbing parts of his skin and she's like, This is really good for like spot removal or, or acne uh she's like it's really easy all you have to do is pee in a cup and then and then her boyfriend's like what what maybe a tiktok celebrity i just gotta think of something really gross you know i gotta buy a pack of diapers and put something in it i don't know that is fucking amazing i made a fake poop do you and julie prank each other uh, not like that. I, I mostly jump scare her, but I have made uh, fake poop before using a banana, some peanut butter, and some Nutella, and then you like stick it in the microwave for a few seconds, you know, so it gets nice and nice and warm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then once you're done oh, scaring yeah. the person, you can eat it because it's actually delicious, you know. <laughs> a lot of protein and car and uh, potassium, brother. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, that definitely convinced someone it was poop. <laughs> it was it was a pledge uh -huh. too. <laughs> it's like, stick your hand oh, in really? there. <laughs> he like stick it. Ew! What is that? It's shit. <laughs> and then he's like, no. It's like I'm just kidding. It's a banana, dude. <laughs> I had to fish a banana out of the toilet when I was pledging. Ah, oh, no, that's shitty. I'm literally shitty. But uh, no, never, never fished a banana out of there. Never eat sardines simultaneously. Yeah. Well. Did eat sardines, but definitely not out of my my banana hands. But here's the thing: I grew up eating sardines, so I thought they were delicious. <laughs> so, so I totally, uh, I totally pretended that I didn't like them. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, these are so gross. But they came in like this, like honey mustard dressing that I liked. <laughs> so, like, oh god, I'll do it for the pledge class. Oh god, I'm like eating all this shit. But it's like, mm. you know, what I don't understand when I've gone fishing with my dad. If you catch a fish and it's too small. This is the law. You have to throw it back. It has to be a certain length to keep it. Yet you can go buy sardines, and they're not big enough. Yeah, but they don't grow to be big enough. That's a there's certain kinds of what? fish. Yeah, the sardines stay little. It's a little fish. 
Just oh, really? Small fish, you know? They're just little. They're for taste. But, um, well, I thought they were babies. Yeah, I feel like there's something. Not like a fish connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need you don't read the the dictionary of fish every day before bedtime no <laughs> the world encyclopedia in college and i was like yuck not for me <laughs> from atlantic salmon to cod <laughs> two easy steps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man yeah no uh sand they're very small and sardines too just a tiny teeny, tiny teeny. and uh what's the other one anchovies teeny tiny fish even smaller Ugh. Gross. I like anchovies. You know, we had to dissect a big fish in high school, and this guy, his name was Chris Mauer. Not Moore. <laughs> Mauer. Like your bitter and, high school enemy. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't know much of him. I just knew he was in the class. And then we opened up a female fish, and it had eggs. Oh. And he stuck his finger in there and ate them. And he's like, it's caviar. And we were all like, bleh. Gross. To be to be fair, it is caviar, and they don't do anything to those fish eggs other than take scoop them out and serve them to you. You know what I mean? He's totally right. Yeah. You go get sushi; they're slicing the fish and putting it right in fucking your plate. But yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. Or just, I, I don't think like fish is so bad. I had to do a frog when I had to dissect fucking, and that was awful. It smelled so bad too. It's like ugh, I hate frog, fish. We did a starfish. A starfish? Um, that's the fuck? That's so cool. That's why we did a. Um, why would so you the bottom of a starfish, all the little like suction things, they're they're gonads, a lot of gonads, and then we did um, a baby pig, a cow eye. What the fuck? What's what is the baby pig actually made me cry? I'm not an emotional person, but that made me cry, huh? Yeah. What kind of school did you fucking go to? These monsters. <laughs> Public school in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? All we could afford was a frog. You guys had, you guys, the next step up was human for you guys. <laughs> we got yeah, a baby the, monkey. The baby pig looked like a baby. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do a baby pig. I know. I mean, I know we eat pig, oh, but like so a baby pig is like, my dream is to own a pig. You know what I mean? And they're so smart. Really? Ah, so like cool. a micro pig or an actual like big Not pig? A micro pig. Would be but the, here's the thing. It's all bullshit with them. They still grow. Like they get big, they just don't get like seven hundred pounds. But they, it still turns into like a two three hundred pound pig. <laughs> you know? Oh, really? There aren't like there aren't like pygmy pigs. No, they say like you know, there's that little mini pig thing. It's it's a myth, which actually leads to people buying them because oh. you get them as like as a baby, but then they grow and they don't know how to take care of them. So then they have to return the pigs, and the pigs are very smart. They're like humans. Remember this shit. So the pig is all sad and stuff because it's papa slash mama left it. And it's not cool. So if you're going to get a mini pig, no. It will at least become a 150-pound pig. <laughs> at least. Yeah. I want to get a pick me goat. I think they're so cute. And they like jump. Yeah. Culture, culture. I just want to know if I can house train it. I could totally. The older I get, man, I could totally own a petting zoo. Like I, I want a duck. I want a pig. I could do a goat. <laughs> Little baby mm-hmm. cow, you know. I saw this video, this dude snuggling and like it was laying down on a, it's this farmer laying on his farm. And then the, this like adorable cow who loves him just comes over and just decides to like snuggle up to him. And then they take a nap watching the sunset. It's like, wow. Talk about gold. A cow? Yep. Fucking cow. And they were so cute. They scare me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why did cows? Because a cow is basically a bull without horns. Yeah, but they're so much nicer. 
And they're not, you know, they're not bred to like cows are cool. You know what I've been thinking, you guys? Trimming my hair down below into mustache pubes. Because why does the fans get to hog all the stash action, man? I'm gonna do it. It's a new year, new balls with the global leaders and below the waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and other premium wet goods. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find this signature lawnmower 4.0. The advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and snicks on your delicate parts. It also comes equipped with a 4000K LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2023 looks to be. That grooming routine isn't complete without applying crop preserver and crop reviver before showing off your 2023 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete the set, Manscaped threw in their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And if you really want to make 2023 the year to remember, make sure to try out Manscaped's wet goods as well. This includes the Ultra Premium Body Wash, the 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner Combo, and the Body Deodorant. Oh yeah! These products are the absolute perfect follow-up after your New Year's gym sessions. Cheers to new balls in 2023. And get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT. Time to feel sexy and free this 2023 with Manscaped. Like if you ever go by a field of cow, and then you know if you're driving by like the country and shit, they'll always like stare at you. But if you do like a certain sound, sometimes they get down with it. Like I was like, and they let me tell you, hit me back. If I was bred to be hooked at the machines to have these suctions suck out stuff from my nipples all day long. Then if I had an opportunity to beat someone's ass, I'm gonna beat someone's ass. I don't want. That's not nice. Well. To be fair, it actually feels good for them when they get the the milk. Really? Yeah, because that stuff fills up. It's like it's like women, you know. What I mean, their their boobs hurt when they have too much milk in them, so they have to pump. So that's when that's when cows get pumped. They're not standing there so much like every day, like like the Matrix and like a tube, you know, just getting drained out. They gotta they get pumped right and live pretty good lives for the most part. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's some mm-hmm. awful farms out there. Now it's the the slaughter ones that are, you know, even if you live a good life, when it's your time to go, you know, just stick a thing in your head and you just go. But, you know. Uh Now, I know this has nothing to do with Frat Chat Podcast, but is goat cheese made from goat milk? Yeah, of course. How do you milk a goat? (laughs) Well, you have to make sure it's not a goat milk a cow. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to milk us Mario. That's blue cheese. <laughs> you know? That's blue goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I mean I don't know. They have nipples. Like, you know, I just I've never seen a female goat, I guess. You always think of a male goat when you think of goats, I guess. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they they bang something. <laughs> I guess um, it, well, when it comes wanna, time, it becomes you know it becomes time to a baby goat to become a mama goat. They start to get nipples, you know. <laughs> and then you just skip, 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 and you put it right in your coffee. And here, you know. uh, so on a different note, yeah, I just want to reflect again. <laughs> Six minutes of funny. Oh God. 
I, I just want to reflect on how much I liked Stand Up New York because as a host, I didn't have to time anything and didn't really have to pay attention that much because uh, the club lights them for me. And I was like, That's wow, so I feel so spoiled. And, and they were like, another drink? You get free drinks. You want more drinks? And I was like, yes. Yeah, dude. They, they were so great. It's such a well-oiled machine. And that's the thing. It's like once you do a show at a club like that, it's kind of hard to go back to the other shitty-ass clubs. You know what I mean? So uh, it's going to be yes. tough to not do that every month. Uh, but we'll make it work. We'll be we'll be growing the show. We'll be even better. And we'll be back at Stand Up New York, you guys. Because this was an epic night of comedy. It just happened this Thursday. I'm still tired from it. It was still fucking good. Everybody kicked ass. Like, literally everybody kicked ass. And I know people always, like, put on Instagram stories. Like, oh, so so crushing it. When it's, like, getting no laughs in front of two people. This yeah. is not the case. Everybody kicked ass. It was fucking awesome. The club was awesome. I had a couple... I had a couple old ladies like grab my hand. They were like, thank you so much. Thank you. Normally, normally late old ladies were like, you're the most irreverent, disgusting comedian. And I didn't like any of it, but <laughs> these, these old ladies were like, Hey, that was so nice. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you want to milk me? <laughs> yeah. Usually the old ladies, uh, not loving Simo so much, running their sons out of their wills after they hear his material. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case they're gay. And, you know, there was a common thread of immigration, which I kind of loved. So there was like a lot of the comedians were talking about growing up with immigrant parents and um, uh, just, just very diverse uh, lineup. Everyone crushed it. Every, I mean, even though there's a common thread of, of like immigration, everyone's routine was completely different. And, and uh, it was just, just a lot of fun. It was yeah. a great night. Yeah, the best night. In Chicago, is a lot of straight white comedians, and they all talk about the same thing. They say mean mm-hmm. things about ladies, and they talk about, like, bro shit. Getting drunk, relationships, breakups, dating. That's it. That's all you hear. Fuck all that. That's not – that's a good show material sometimes, but it's not greatest comedy show material, you guys. We just had the most epic night mm-hmm. ever. So make sure you follow us on all social channels at Greatest Comedy Show. That is on Facebook. That is on Instagram. And actually, Greatest Comedy One on Twitter. Uh, yeah, check it out. We'll be posting more show dates. And uh, you can also go to tiny.cc slash Greatest Comedy Show to see the rest of the show dates that we have lined up for the year so far. And no, you won't see Stand Up New York there so far yet because we haven't scheduled it. But we will be back. Oh, they loved yeah. us. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. All right. So now on to, uh, I mean, still funny topics, but just, you know, not happier ones for certain idiots. We're going to move to the idiot of the week, you guys. Um, and Is I, it me? <laughs> not this time. You're, you've been quite good okay. been on your game this last couple of days. But of course, we're going to go back south to our favorite place in the whole wide world america's wang florida for a uh florida burglar there was a set of them actually who recently called 911 seeking help moving stolen property i shit you not i shit you not so according to yahoo news Two people were detained in Florida for burglary after one of them dialed 911 to ask for assistance moving their things, according to investigators. However, 
After deputies show up to the house, the first they notice that no one's home. Then uh, they thought no one resided there, but after breaking in through an unsecured door, they discovered a male suspect and his girlfriend inside. It turned out to be this couple. Uh, they recognized the male suspect as the burglar from the Dollar General CCTV footage that they had been looking for. Apparently, this guy had broken into a, a store previously, and he was already a suspect in that. Yikes. Um, and the female suspect admitted to authorities that she was the one that dialed 911 in order <laughs> to ask for help moving their things out of the house. That's, quote, note, they were robbing. According to the sheriffs, the suspect also wanted a trip to the airport so they could spend the weekend in beautiful New York City. So I guess they wanted to come to the show. Uh, we got this from ESPN.com. Uh, this is from Florida? Yeah, this is from Florida. Of course. Of course it's from Florida. I mean, why wouldn't it be? So <laughs> I I don't understand. Like, if I was going to move furniture, um, I would call, like, TaskRabbit. Yeah, right. You know, not all cops drive SUVs unless you drive little cars. <laughs> I've seen cops smart cars before. How much uh, furniture can you fit in that? How fucking dumb, dude. I mean, this is definitely either crack or math because weed and coke don't make you this stupid. Mushrooms don't no make way. you this stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, so this is, I have to give it to one of these two <laughs> of the stupider drugs. Because <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, you, you wouldn't call the cops to move anyways, but to move shit out of a stolen house. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yikes. Wow. Well, wow. check this out. I had a patient the other day say that he went down to Florida to um, uh, watch uh, some games with his kid. And he parked at a hotel, and when he came out the next day, someone stole his car. Oh. So uh, I guess the car has some sort of, like, tracking system, kind of like your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, the cops, like, ran the plates or something, and then, and then they were able to find it. And it was parked outside some, like, motel. So they recovered the car, and the car had, like, a bunch of, like, weed in it and, like, um, you know, just a bunch of, like, like empty bags of like Fritos and things like that. So they got that and they were able to, to catch the culprits. And then uh, when the when my patient was driving back to New York in his car, he said that the phone rang and he didn't recognize the ring. And it, the, the culprit left his cell phone in the car. It was like charging. And so he also said that there was no like, like password to get into it. There wasn't like password protected. So he's like, the whole ride home, my kid and I went through their like Rolodex of friends and family and just pranked them. Said weird shit. Like, That's I thought amazing. that was so funny. That's amazing. He's like, yeah, you know, he inconvenienced me on my vacation. So yeah, I'm going to fuck with his friends and family. <laughs> That's so brilliant. He came out with all of his friends and family that day. <laughs> and that so funny? He's like, wow, that's really good. That's funny. Wild, dude. So, what is on the agenda today? What are so, we talking about? Uh, this week, Mr. Mao, uh, it's time to have a nice little discussion, you guys, because, you know, we, as you know, uh, we here at the Frat Chat Podcast are becoming your, uh, your pop culture connoisseurs, if you will. We know a thing or two. We settle debates on greatest movies. We settle debates on greatest songs. We get a break, break up playlists, all kinds of things. So now, 
yeah. it's time to move on to reality TV shows, Mr. Mel, because we are from that generation that reality TV uh, became popular. In. We, uh, well, it's most technically from the black and white generation, but you know, we drag them along up here, uh, you know, the French Chat Podcast. Oh my gosh, I thought you meant because I grew up in Baltimore. Simo's <laughs> 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 reality TV shows had no sounds. And then you know, Charlie I'm, Chaplin beats his wife. <laughs> I actually prefer reality TV, I think, as like uh, just my guilty pleasure because when I'm so stressed with like work or life or whatever, I don't want to think. So reality TV being so brainless, I'm like, ah, nice. Totally. Does that make sense? Totally. Plus, we can say we are experts in reality TV, Mr. Moon. We ourselves uh, appeared... Uh, less than six months ago on a nice uh, little TV show called uh, Help I'm a Secret Relationship on MTV which, you know, no big deal was the 30th most watched show in America that week, baby that's right, 30th most watched in America so you can say we know a thing or two about reality TV Uh, so here we are so we're each going to give you our favorite top five here from our our, uh, from our list and it's going to compile a top 10 but here we go we're going to stop from our bottom so from our number five i guess and move all the way on top and then we get to the top we're just going to pitch our case as to which one we believe is the greatest reality tv show of all time and then put up a little poll for that chat podcast and then you guys can vote and see which one is the greatest one. And we'll find out next week what you guys said. But you'll find out what we... I'm going to win. I'm still uh, going to win. Oh, no, you're going to lose, dude. You're still beat. No way, bro. <laughs> no way. This is my... You're beat there. Get your baby bottle you're ready. you bag to cry on. You'll beat there. Should we start with... Uh, should we start with honorable mentions? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh... I go first with this one because I only saw one episode, but I feel like if I would have seen the whole thing, uh, maybe it might have even made this list because it's pretty good. And then I'm talking about Bad Girls Club, you guys, which I saw while dating uh, my college girlfriend at the time, who was a big fan of the show. And it was exactly what it sounds like. It's a bunch of bad girls living together in a house, and they decide that shit get crazy. And uh, it's kind of like watching, like, a prison yard <laughs> and like a nicer house. You know what I mean? These girls <laughs> business. They beat the fuck out of each other when she was it was all about respect. And if you don't respect each other, it was on. And they all had these giant nails. And it was kind of like watching like, yeah, like a prison gang uh living with like X-Men or something. Because they all have funny costumes too. <laughs> but it was great. I wonder what the audition is like to eat on that show. Do you think that they like line up the girls like, okay, state your case. Why are you a bad bitch? Oh, and then exactly. they, like, they like come prepared with copies of police reports and <laughs> yeah. they're like, the following are the hearts I broke. I have a list of 50 men or I don't know. Like I just wonder how they, you know, they probably have a psychologist. They probably use psychology against them. They're like, okay, the following people are definitely going to get in the fight. So... Um, with these personality traits, they're not going to do well. Cast them. That's what I think happens sometimes. See, for my audition, uh, I would come in definitely wearing some kind of weave. Big weave. You know what I mean? The bigger, the better. Um, 
maybe like two or three different colors. Definitely blue, because blue's bad girl color. Maybe a, a one like white one, because it's like I'm a bad bitch. And then, you know, maybe I'll keep my natural in there as the third. Uh, giant nails. I want to look uh, like Tina Turner and Mad Max 3, the Thunderdome movie. You know what I mean? I kind of want to have that vibe to me. Uh, yeah. But then I'm going to basically like talk like the Cash Me Outside girl. Get a little, get that action. Cash me outside. You know how about that? Yeah, how about that? Cash me outside, bitch. How about that? And I'm going to twerk. Cash me outside, though. Every time I say something, like, yeah, cash me outside, oh, bitch. You don't know me. Like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. You don't know me. <laughs> That's what I would do. And I think I would make it. Just saying. I know what? My rap sheet alone will score me a spot. <laughs> That's right, and uh, you can wear you can wear your show outfits with the little bunny ears and everything. It'll be great. You already yeah. have half of it. <laughs> okay, well, I want to say that when I was in college, we scheduled our social life around the newlyweds, and that was with <laughs> Wait, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> you and your huh? and your stuffed monkey back there. Who's we? <laughs> yeah, right and my lips. <laughs> and then that, that, that's a, um, a little shit like a penis. <laughs> See what snuggles at. <laughs> you know, um, I do. And uh, so, so this show has like a, an iconic, an iconic moment when Jessica is eating tuna and she turns to Nick and she says, is this chicken or is this fish? And he says, what? And she says, I know it's tuna, but it says chicken of the sea. And he was like, are you serious? Yeah. And to me, I was like, okay, this is a brilliant show. And I, I kind of wish they never broke up. I just, I love them together. You can see literally. They're a hot couple. They were a hot couple. And Jessica Simpson is, whoo-hoo. Rah-rah. When she came around the scene, when I was a little kid, she made Carlos's pants tighter than <laughs> the diabetes ever could. Now... <laughs> <laughs> this is you can see what this is happening to like like the soul is just being drained out of nick lachey's life you know his body as he looks at her like are you serious <laughs> he is so mm-hmm. disgusted with the decisions he's made that led him up to this moment of being married to this woman with a camera on his fucking face in a very extreme close-up as he's just like no, it's fucking fish, you dumb bitch. Starts <laughs> choking her. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was chicken. <laughs> and then they have to refilm the whole thing with <laughs> once they give him a Valium. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that was a great show, honestly. And I think it could have made the list if it would have lasted longer. You know what I mean? If they would have never, if they would have never gotten a divorce, but I really think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, this is, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you just mad. You know what? <laughs> I think Jessica grew up really religious, so I bet that she was probably a virgin until she got married, and she was like, "I had to get married because I want to jump Nick's bones. Mm-hmm. I want to be boned by Nick." That's what I think. <laughs> well, here, yeah, and she actually, I do believe that she actually kept it until marriage, but. That was a big thing back then, you know what I mean? Because Britney Spears used to say she was a virgin, but she wasn't. But Jessica Simpson actually was a goody girl, even though she had the gazangas, as I described, that made my pants extra tight. Uh... And the Jonas Brothers had promise rings, or or they were like their virginity rings. Yeah. 
because they, they wanted to make a commitment to their fans. I'm like, no one gives a fuck. I want to know who you're fucking. I want to see you fucking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want I want a, a secret video to to come out with a big old gangbang. Yeah, I can't listen to a man of virgins. Don't get me wrong. It's just not, you know, I feel like the Jonas Brothers got some street cred once they, once they lost it. Because they're all like three feet tall. You know what I mean? And there's the one that's really good. Really? That's short? Yeah, they're really short. And then there's the one that's in Jumanji, who's a great actor. Uh, I think it's Nick, uh, who's also, I think he's the best singer of the three. You know, he's the one doing most stuff for obvious reasons. Uh, but they're little guys, small guys. So oh, <laughs> they got to they gotta get some, you know what I mean? You got to, you can't, you can't live the small life, the small guy energy and be a virgin. You got to do one or, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Pick a lane, guys. <laughs> Just pick a lane. That's what well, I'm saying. What what else do you have as an honorable mention? I don't What's even want to mention the name, but you can go ahead. Well, this one I uh, would have. I mean, here's the thing: I'm just not a fan of them, but it wouldn't be a list without mentioning these people, the Kardashians, because they uh, started a reality TV empire that's been around for over 20 years, all from the tip of Ray J's dick to his balls because Kim just goggled that <laughs> on tape. And somehow they managed to turn that, to parlay that into a, this reality TV kingdom that still exists today. They're, now they're on Hulu. They left E and they just started right back up where they left off. So, you know, you can't say uh, there's a reality TV list without at least saying the Kardashians are up there. But I'm just not a fan of them, I think. Uh, there's been moments of the show that I've enjoyed, don't get me wrong, over 20 years, but it's just not for me. You know, I just don't like them too much. Unless we're talking about the... Kendall. I think they're all so annoying. And Courtney's hot, but now she's with Travis Barker, and all they do is like play with each other's tongues and shit. I just... Uh, I, can't, I think I, Chloe's I the hottest one. Who? I think Chloe's so hot. Chloe is like, to me, like, like a tall Amazon... Supermodel. No, well, Chloe gets better the after the surgery. I'm not getting me wrong. She, uh, she got. I mean, she looks great now. Don't get me wrong, but it's like that's not what she used to look like. <laughs> you know what? They went through a lot in the in the the seasons. Like, like I think I think Chloe got a DUI. They've had kids. They've been divorced. They've had a lot of infidelity. Their stepfather transitioned. Yeah. Uh, you know the um. The stuff with Kanye is super controversial. I mean, they there. I mean, it is good television. Very serious topics. Yeah. Uh, it, it launched uh, Kendall and Kylie's careers, mm-hmm. and Kylie is a billionaire. Sorry, Kendall sorry. is a supermodel. She's one of the top highest paid models at the Kendall. moment. She's, she's, I think she's going to come out of the closet. Uh, I hope not. But she I mean, just it's not looks good. just. Seems like a lesbian to me. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) The lesbian watch begins now here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Very butch. I think I think that the fashion world could use a lesbian supermodel. There's a couple, but I think they could use another one. Why not? Now, do you think when uh when Kim was blowing Ray J on tape, she was thinking of the future at that moment? She was like, Oh oh my god, I'm gonna take over the world. Uh, queen of the balls, Kim. <laughs> I'm gonna be a billionaire. No, uh, do the thing with the time. I think please. she was thinking. <laughs> uh, I think she was thinking. I hope this dick doesn't wreck the back of my throat so much that my dentist will notice because my dentist is a really good friend of my dad's. That's probably what she was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So who's going to start this list? Should you or should I? Um, you can start. Go ahead. Okay. So at the um, at number 10, I guess, bottom of the list, uh, this one I actually think could have been maybe higher on the list, Survivor, only because it's probably one of the more extreme uh, reality TV shows, and it has lots and lots, of, you know, multiple seasons. But I do think that the the craze, the the popularity, fizzled out after a few seasons. Yeah. Maybe it's still on. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but uh, I remember watching the 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 first one had like the naked gay guy, and I think he won, and he was like backstabbing. Um, and then like <laughs> I think the second one had Elizabeth Hasselback, right? And then she be- mm-hmm. ultimately she became. Um, uh, host of The View, so really launched a lot of their careers. Uh, but um, I remember Elizabeth Hasselbeck, for example, was she lost a lot of weight on the show, and she was so malnourished, and her, some of her hair was falling out. But it was like so extreme. They were getting there. There was like scary snakes and like wild boars, and they had to catch and eat their own food, and they're getting sunburn, and you're only allowed to bring like so many of your favorite items, and that that to me was like. So ridiculous because like one person was a chef, so he brought like fancy like a fancy knife so he could cook. Great. One girl was like, "I'm gonna bring a bongo because it's important to me." I thought, "You dumb bitch." It's called Survivor, not like let's sing around a campfire. Yeah. But anyway, it was a Survivor really really big show. <laughs> 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 it used to get lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I would just knock that in. I would have put it all the way up at me and snuck it in. Who's they vibrating? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> indigestion. It's just indigestion that makes me crawl oh, occasionally. Oh, that wild boar we ate. <laughs> it really did it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Survivor's a good one. It, it really did launch a lot of careers. Like, there was this guy, Johnny Fairplay, in it who had the. The Afro, and then he ended up being like a reality TV star. But then he actually ended up making a little foray into wrestling uh, too. So I remember it's it's weird that a show like that has such longevity. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I think I don't remember I, him. I'm going to Google him right now. Johnny Fiore. Johnny Fairplay. Oh, Fairplay. I think it was his name. That's his real name. And I'm sure he. Johnny. I'm sure he came up with that. Yeah, he was a survivor, Pearl Islands, and survival Micronesia, brother. Um, I think the biggest I remember that show being was when I first came to America. But this would have been like 99, 2000 or so. I remember like people being really the crazy about Survivor. But yeah, it's definitely... Definitely fizzled. But I mean, there's only so much you could fucking do with that show. You know what I mean? This guy was a wrestler? Yeah, Exactly. But like the whole thing about it was that he was a reality star and he talked shit but he couldn't back it up. So he was supposed to get his ass kicked, you know, was the thing. Okay, okay. I respect that. So it was it was it was good. But then he would get away with it doing dastardly things or cheating and somehow would win at the last second and then people would it's called heel heat, as they call it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People pay money to see him get his ass kicked the next time. Uh you know, that's kind of how they keep going. But yeah, I think I think Survivor would be a good one. Maybe, maybe if I was a little older when it came out, it would have been higher on my list, or it would have made my side of the list. But I don't know. There's just something about it that 
I feel like by the time I could have gotten into it, it was really fizzled. So meanwhile, this next one is one that everybody in America, I think, when it came out, uh, had something they could enjoy. And I'm talking about American Idol. And this one had to make the list in the show because, of course, you know, we have a personal uh, friend of the show here with uh, Simo's buddy, Clay Aiken. And uh, I almost made it number two on the list, you know, just to be funny. But, you know, Great I, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> number two, always back to poop. Just uh, so uh, I think I actually think that you should have put American Idol higher on the list because I think it's it's still a very popular show. And then they have what, like 20 seasons? I don't know. But they uh, I remember how polarizing uh, the final two were, you know, it was Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. And then the following season was Ruben Stuttered and Clay Aiken. I remember like how split and divided the country was because everyone's so passionate. People stayed up late to, to vote and to watch the, the, um, the final episode. I mean, it was a big deal. Um, Absolutely. But I think it's a show that, uh, for example, it's best days are definitely behind it. Uh, Simon's gone who you know the show he was already famous behind the scenes but I don't think he was you know worldwide famous uh, in front of the camera type thing it was more known as a music manager um, but his sassy character came to life uh, you know but I feel like it's a show that was a good stepping stone for other shows like America's Got Talent The Voice and things like that and I do think are kind of better shows than that because they're a little more varied but I, I think that really the best season was the first one. And then after that, it was just kind of like the same. And uh, it no, kind of like it reinvented Paula Abdul's career. Absolutely did. Uh, and it brought us William Hung. But again, this all this all could have been accomplished in season uh-huh. one. Uh, shabang, shabang, oh baby, shagum, shagum. <laughs> that was amazing. You know, though, if, if we do a quick rundown of the judges they've had, I mean, this is a star-studded show. So obviously, you know, Paul Abdul, we just mentioned that, but but they've had Mariah Carey, they've had Nicki Minaj, they've had um, uh, Keith Urban and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, sure. You know, currently it's 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 Katy Perry. Uh, it's uh, Lionel Richie. I mean, this is these are like amazing celebrities. Uh, Steven Tyler. I mean, for sure, I mean, they they're doing it right. But now, and now, there's so many other competing shows though that I don't think it stands out from the crowd, even though they have all those names. You know what I mean? Like nothing will top that first season for them ever. It was that was like it was so new and so different. Uh, you know, the second season was still massive. Don't get me wrong, but after that, kind of. And now you have it's just something that. It's so people are so accustomed to having it that I feel like it's just kind of there, but it's not like I don't remember the last groundbreaking American Idol episode I ever heard of, you know. Do you? Hmm. No, but I do like watching the audition rounds. That's yeah, exactly. I watch now. But I even really that, I can wins. tell you like a good memory one since William Hung, and that was literally 22, 23 years ago. So, yeah, yeah I guess so. Put a little, uh, that's why that's why I gave it number five on my list because I feel like it's okay. a show that's got longevity, but it didn't give as many moments. Like for example, uh, some shows that you'll talk about only get better in the later seasons. You know what I mean? Like I feel like seasons nine or ten were amazing. I'll reveal that when you get there. So it's like they're um, shows that get better as they go. RuPaul's Drag Race is the next on my list. And um, I think that this is one of the first 
like queer friendly shows. Uh, and it's become a huge phenomenon. I think that really kind of oh, like, yeah. like, like took the, I, I think it just took America by storm because you have a lot of straight people who actually enjoy this. And uh, this was around the time when they had Project Runaway. And although I'm, I am partial to Project Runaway because I've done a fashion show for um, a couple of the um, contestants and winners. I know Christian Siriano. I just, uh, um, uh, if I'm being objective, I am more excited about the competitions they do in RuPaul's Drag Race. I think it's, I think that every drag queen that they have is a, um, is a phenomenal artist. Right. I think I've seen more high fashion uh, ensembles on the runway at RuPaul's Drag Race than I have in Project Runway. And I think... In some ways, shows like RuPaul's, our shows like Project Runway's, but turned up. So the personalities are bigger, they're funnier, the concepts are more out there. So it's like, it's really just a one-up version of a Project Runway. It's funnier, it's better, it's cooler. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like it's like even if you, even if you're like the biggest homophobe, you can't tell me that you're not gonna laugh uh, after watching. 20 minutes of RuPaul. You can still be like, ah, oh, fuck these people, but you're going to find something to laugh at during it. So, you know, before this show, we knew of Divine mm-hmm. from Baltimore, drag queen, iconic. And we also knew, obviously, RuPaul, the queen of drag. Uh, but RuPaul has single handedly uh, given a platform to over maybe 200 or so drag queens that if it wasn't for the show would still just be bar hopping and working for tips on the weekends you know for sure and it's a show that's made it on a ton of these types of lists so we're not the only ones just saying this it's a damn good show and that that's why i also achieved longevity so uh rue you're killing it you're killing it girl hey kitty girl it's a friend. <laughs> Love that song. <laughs> uh, song. Now for me or my next one, I'm going to move to Sharon. <laughs> the Osborne. Like, what is it, Ozzy? Oh, are you drunk again, Ozzy? Oh, you took a piss in the dinner table, Ozzy. Let me Sharon. Fuck you, baby. <laughs> uh, I love the Osbournes. I thought it was such a funny show. Uh, it was really the first foray into a big celebrity family like that. I was going to say American celebrity family, but they're British. Uh, but, you know, like someone like Ozzy Osbourne had never opened the doors into their lives like this. And it was the first time a, a crew really got to know a family like that. And it led to other shows, too, that I liked, like Hogan Knows Best, which was the same thing, but with Hulk Hogan's family, and so on and so on. But the Osbournes were hilarious. They cursed a lot. They were the first family. Funny. Yep, they were the first family. Their dogs were adorable. They were everywhere. It was a great show. I, yeah. I love that show. The I kids would watch were misbehaved. Today. Mm-hmm. Dogs shat everywhere. Their neighbors were horrible. They threw ham over the fence. You know, I they they just gave zero fucks. Yep. And just committed to showing a glimpse of their crazy chaotic life. And I think that's I think it's brave and amazing. Genius. It was so goddamn good. And I mean, they're just an entertaining family. And literally, like watching Ozzy Osbourne fidget around with a TV remote for ten minutes was fucking funny. You never thought. I, I heard of that man when he was 
biting the heads off bats and shit on his shows. You know, <laughs> that's how I knew Ozzy as the fucking prince of goddamn darkness. All of a sudden he's like, God damn it, shut up. All right, turn this goddamn thing, shut up. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> great. He, he like transitioned yeah, to like great. America's grandpa. I mean, again, he's British, but. <laughs> Did they break up? No, I think they're still together. I think I think so. They're, I'm sure they've had their problems because yeah. you know Ozzy is not can't be an easy character to live with. <laughs> so, um, do you think he's um, abusing drugs, or do you think he's just burnt out from all the drugs he's done? No, or do you think he, he has uh, like Parkinson's? I don't know. Yeah, he has he has uh, beginnings of Parkinson's, I think, and Alzheimer's one or two. Um, yeah, he's definitely on borrowed time these days, but he's still out there. He's still rocking. But yeah, he's he's definitely. I mean, his lifestyle definitely did not help. But he's also older. He's in his seventies. You know what I mean? He's at that age where things start to happen. So it's a miracle he's still fucking rocking heavy metal at this point of his life. So, uh, but yeah, Ozzy uh, definitely not looking as much as well as he used to these days. So send you love, Ozman. Mm-hmm. I love you, Ozzy. And I love well, you. next on my list. Now, now I, I want to just go back for a second and say that RuPaul is such a huge phenomenon that they have something called DragCon every year. Oh. I think it's in New York City. Uh, it's like a, it's like um, Comic-Con, but for drag queens. <laughs> I've never been, but I feel like that would be a really fun thing to go to. And another type of um, like festival is Real Housewives franchise. They have a, um, I think it's like, Real House, uh, BravoCon. Oh, it's called BravoCon. So oh. Bravo is a huge network that's also very gay-friendly. Uh, but it, it really, uh, I think that the target market is probably women and gay men. Although yeah. there's shows for everyone. But the Real Housewives franchise is huge. So it started with just a show in OC. And I think that the New York um, branch really put them on the map. And then they had... Um, uh, I think Atlanta, there was a DC one, there was a Miami one, there's the newest one in Salt Lake City. My favorite is Beverly Hills. There's one. Uh, there was one in Melbourne, one in um, um, uh, Dubai. But it really shows you a glimpse into like how uh, really, really wealthy people live. I can never imagine being that wealthy, but it's nice to see that wealthy people have problems and are kind of horrible sometimes yeah, <laughs> so it makes me feel better about myself problem. i'm like you know what rich people have problems too money doesn't solve everything and they're actually worse off than me in my opinion so i'm doing okay and that's but, yeah, the real show, housewives uh, is stuff shows you money can't buy you class sometimes <laughs> money can't buy you class <laughs> and also buy you class. but also bravo's a sneaky sneaky fuck because half at least I'm gonna I'm gonna go and, and go as high as seventy percent of the encounters I see the Real Housewives have, and every episode I've ever seen, there is like 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 a sea of vodka bottles. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's so yeah, much booze. So these these women are shit house, and of course they fucking have feuds with each other. So they literally just you know. <laughs> Stir the pot and put a fucking uh, little piece of lime in it and serve it to them and just let them go at it. But yeah, my, I mean, the same girlfriend that watched a Bad Girls Club watched the Beverly Hills one, and I watched so many episodes of that. It's hilarious. It's like these trash Karens just going at it. 
they've had some really, really notable people on this show. And like, they've also had some really huge moments. Like, for example, do you remember when that couple crashed a dinner party at the White House? Yes. On yeah. all the headlines. Yeah. And they, they were the one girl, she was the cast member of the Real Housewives of DC. And it was a really big deal. Like, no one wanted to film with her because they're like, ah, we don't want to get in trouble with the government. Yeah, no. And then there was, uh, um, remember the guy, the, there's a movie about Aaron Brockovich and her lawyer uh, is a real person. His last name's Girardi. And uh, his now ex-wife uh, was on, her name is Erica Girardi, but her show name, because she's also a singer, it's it's Erica Jane. Uh, he was brought up on charges for some really scary things and oh. exploiting people and stealing money. And uh, it's yeah. not looking good for him, but there's... <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a lot of like serious, serious uh, uh, topics at hand. This drug addiction. There's people going to jail. There's going to jail drama, and there's a lot of tax yeah. evasion. Seems to be a, a big thread across yeah. all the shows. <laughs> like the Beverly Hills one episode is um, uh, Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid, their mom Yolanda, who actually did a fashion show and she hosted it, and she couldn't read the cue cards fast enough. So we were like. We were walking, and then we we're like, "Should we take our time?" And it was just what, what are you anyway. talking about over there, Simo? You should know a thing or two about that. <laughs> I would never sign up for that. I would never sign up for that. There's been times I've gone on auditions, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna do a cold reading." I'm like, "I'm out." Like, wait, 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 what? Like, I can't. There's it's reading funny. involved. I'm out of here. Fuck yeah, this. I can't do that. My bad. But she, but uh, Yolanda, she uh, really um, gave a platform for Lyme disease. And is it Lyme or Lyme's? Is it Lyme's disease? It doesn't matter. They really like a guy. I think it's just Lyme. You know. Well, that's one of my favorites. Okay, what's next on your list? Sima <laughs> loves Lyme disease. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Lyme disease. Do you know why you feel that way? Goes to your doctor. It's Lyme disease. Okay. <laughs> so this next one, I have to say, it's probably the first uh, reality TV show I ever saw when I came to America. Aside from the news, right? Right, I guess so, you know. Uh, and even that, you know, how much reality TV is that? I know. <laughs> I see <you> Fox News. <laughs> but everybody knows. What you gonna do? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Oh, yeah, boy, yeah. I don't know the words. But <laughs> cops, baby. That was such a good show. I remember I couldn't even speak English. Because uh, I was a little kid, vacation in America, and it was always on at like two in the morning, wherever, whatever hotel. Yeah. I was in. And I was just like through in, and just see these like crackheads getting pulled over. Like, oh hey man, have you seen my son Jeremy? What? No, no, I'm not doing anything, man. And he's just these glassy-eyed people, and it's like. Wow, what's wrong with these people? Oh, they're on meth. <laughs> what's meth? Mm-hmm. Have you seen my son Jeremy? And he's just talking to a tree. And it's like, get him! Ah! And they just pull the East Brutality of this man, and you're like, get him, cops! 
<laughs> they always said like the the vic- the people you're gonna see on this show are presumed innocent until proven guilty, and then the next <laughs> get him, you guilty son of a bitch, and they're tasing him in the neck. Like, <laughs> and um, uh, I feel like it was always based in like Middle America. I feel like it was always like the whitest of white trash. Always, it's actually it was actually like I feel like. It, there wasn't a lot of diversity in the show. It was always just That's like a lot of white people, white trash meth heads. That's always. true. That's true. Actually, you know, if you, next time I see like a racist going about like minorities and crime rates, I'm just going to show them in a season of cops. <laughs> totally. Tell me what you see Absolutely. here. Tell me what and you see here. <laughs> I always wondered like if, if you were going to be part of, if if you're on the show and your face isn't blurred out, that means that you signed Sign a release. A release. Yep. So I um, wonder if that was part of like their bargaining. Like, listen, it, we're doing a show, so if you sign this release, then uh, we will take that into consideration when you're sentenced. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I wonder if there's some sort of because they don't have to sign that, you know. Or they say something like, uh, you know, you're <laughs> we have you on the show. You're probably gonna go to jail thanks to this. But rather than paying you a fee, we'll like cover you a better attorney than some asshole that you would get for free. You know what I mean? Like a maybe there's gotta be some sort of deal that that they worked out. I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> or people just do people, especially back then, where you know social media wasn't a thing. Uh, it wasn't that hard to get your. It wasn't that easy to get your 15 seconds of fame, your 15 minutes of fame. Uh, these people were excited. Some people would get arrested. Like, hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that teacher say I'd never be worth shit that I'm on cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I definitely remember the what you want, what you wanna do. I mean that theme song is iconic, but do you remember this? Flame a flame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who can ever Flavor of Love brought us love. Is it Tiffany Pollard? Is that her name? I love New York. It also there was also a um, rock of love. So I think that a lot of these dating shows. I don't know what came first, this or The Bachelor, but I definitely prefer this. I mean, right. uh, VH1 definitely had their fair share of like amazing reality TV shows. Totally. I think that there's two seasons of Flavor of Love. There's two seasons of I Love New York, and I also think there was two seasons of Rock of Love. And I wish there were more. There was also like. And there I was a celebrity Monique. show that Flavor Flay was with uh, Bridget Nielsen and their mm, love. It's a real life. Yeah, they were, they were weird love affair. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what led to the Flavor of Love once they broke up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had they had a streak of fantastic reality TV show years. I don't know why they don't anymore. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, if, if they brought back I Love New York, I would – plan my week around it well, how I, old is oh, new york now that. to be fair you know <laughs> i don't know she was on like a celebrity big brother and i was like she's still like like she to me is like the queen of reality tv hands down i think that when i think of reality tv like if i could put a face to it i can't put the kardashians i have to put i don't think that they're dynamic enough of a personality it has to be tiffany uh, she's 41, so she could still do another season, like another her. You know, I don't want to call her last shot at love because that sounds like people uh, in the oh. past can't get it together, which they totally can. I just mean like, eventually, you know, now, when she hits like 45, no one's gonna want to watch her 
fucking try to get a boyfriend. It's like, all right, girl, you're on your own. You know, <laughs> how many seasons of this can we put up with you? <laughs> <laughs> but they could definitely, there's, especially nowadays in the era of social media and YouTube. And, you know, there's so many like, like, and I don't want to say this is any insult to any celebs, but any like B level celebs that are not necessarily super famous, but there's so many out there that are still great and can be super entertaining that you can just put them together. And I don't, I don't know why they stopped. And it's super cheap to produce. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. VH1, get back on that. Well, yeah. Lisa Renner just got fired from Real Housewives, so she's available. There you go. There you go. Let's start with her. You could do, uh, you could do like an island of celebrity uh, house misfits. It's I think people who've gotten fired from other other reality TV shows and put them together. And see how that happens. See what happens there. You know what I mean? You can have girls from like Team Mom, yeah, totally. those shows, <laughs> and they're all like oh the gosh, shitty Team people. Mom was another great one. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I thought about that on my list. I thought about that. I thought about uh, the Anna Nicole Smith show. Anna, 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 Anna Nicole. She's overdosing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's like, she's like, Howard. <laughs> She's like, like, she's like, Howard. She's like, I pissed in the fridge again. Oh, oh no. Howard, come clean this up. I had explosive diarrhea in the taxi cab again. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to masturbate. Man, I miss her. I loved Anticles. <laughs> I miss her too. She was hilarious. Do you like my body? <laughs> <laughs> Trim spa baby. Now, what was OJ Simpson's wife's name? Was she also Anna Nicole? Uh, she was Nicole Nicole Simpson. That was just Nicole Simpson. Oh, okay. Sometimes I, I used to get their names mixed up. Very different people. Yeah. Very yes. Different people. yes, so uh both uh not around anymore. So Ooh. correct. But uh Nicole Brown. Y'all light a candle. Okay, what's next in yours? <laughs> oh god. You could say they're both famous for going under the knife. Oh god, no, I'm going. <laughs> That's something I would say. <laughs> wow. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> you ruined me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm definitely going to have to put this on the uh, apology list at the end of the year. <laughs> Just don't forget, Carlos. Woo. Okay. Yep. That's, let's start the apology tour now. <laughs> yeah. Got to take a, a victory lap. Oh, yeah. man, that was good. That was good. Proud of myself there. Uh, okay. For my number two, this is one that basically combines all the elements of like your traditional, uh, let's put people in a house, see what happens. But here you, you're combining it with ass kicking. And, and, and chops and, and punches and fucking uh, spinning heel hooks and fucking uh, uh, submission bar holds and arm bars and Kimura locks. Of course, I'm talking about the ultimate fighter, which actually 
is a UFC TV show, reality show that launched the careers of many UFC Hall of Famers today, including the one and only Nate Diaz, who's the fucking man. He goes around giving people stocks and slap and shit. Great show. But basically the concept is uh, you would have two UFC fighters who would coach uh, two teams. And uh, basically the each team, the teams would live in a house together and then we'd dick around and get to know each other, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the winner of the show each week, you would have like different fights <coughs> and people would get eliminated according to how they did if They won or lost. Um, at the end of the show, the winner would get a contract to the UFC. So you saw some bad motherfuckers on that show. Michael Bisping was on that show. Uh, great show, great show. But, uh, yeah, the thing is there was so much real heat between the coaches that oftentimes, led to some crazy, crazy matchups in real life after the fact, or sometimes even fights in the show. Like, uh, who is it that Shell Sonnen fought? Uh, I don't remember this. So this show is on the UFC channel? It was on USA Network. Uh, uh, but USA. here's the thing. Yes, USA Network. It was, it was a preempt. It would go right after WWE Raw. But at the time that this show came out, the UFC was actually uh, struggling financially, big time. It was not even sure if they were gonna if they were gonna keep going. But the show made it super famous and literally made it blow up. And afterwards, literally the show, the UFC can thank this show for making it as popular as it did. People got invested. Were they looking for the Were they looking for the next gay wrestler, or they were they looking for like an MMA champion? Uh, an MMA champion, essentially. So and so, and but oh, wow. it was it was so you put these fighters for, who are you know like amateur fighters at this point, but people who are up and coming in their craft, and you would give them each you know a pro fighter coach, and so that would do they would coach them, and you know hopefully they improve and they get better as the season goes, and they can win the fights to stay in the show, and then it would lead to a fucking face down fight between the two people left and the winner would get a contract. And sometimes the fights were so good that both of them were awarded contracts. Uh, but usually it was just one that went on. But I mean, it was a wild show because it's like you have these dudes who, you know, they're not. So you have the competitive spirit of, 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 of athletes and different sports as it is, but these dudes literally have to kick the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? So it's just these like alpha males in a house all eyeing each other. And, uh, you know, some of them aren't that smart. Some of them are, and some of them know that it's entertainment. So they, they become like bad guys on the show to antagonize others, but it starts picking on them. So you just have the, all these combustible elements going on at the same time uh, that anything could happen. And so it's it's worth a watch if you've never seen it. Uh, it's I've never it. seen it. I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's been around for a while. I don't know if they still do episodes of it, but it definitely made it at least ten seasons. Uh, but yeah, do it, you have any gay contestants? I'm sure. I'm sure there's gay fighters out there, but I don't know. I don't know. Are they openly gay on the show? I don't know. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably not. But yeah, it's so worth a, a show that's probably more popular south of the border i mean well in the southern states not really because new york is a big fighter big fighter area you know what i mean some of the biggest fights ever took place Madison square garden and Madison square garden does well for ufc so and you know places like new jersey and shit like that are big ufc 
States. <laughs> Yo, bro, did you watch the fight? <laughs> All right, so now we're in our final two. Our final two. And so we have to give a really good reason why we think ours is the best. Ours is the best, correct? And then the listeners will let us know who they think is the best. We'll put up a poll on our story once the episode comes out. And uh, yeah, we'll keep track. Listeners, please pay close attention. I need you to be objective when you cast your vote because none of these reality TV shows would even exist if it wasn't for the real world paving the way. Oh. And uh, the, the show that Carlos is going to say next is, as far as I'm concerned, a copycat of the real Whoa! world, but with white trash. Whoa! And, I'm your and, uh, <laughs> The real world uh, has had a gazillion seasons, and there's been a lot of copycats on top of it. I think that reality TV started really with the real world. Uh, I remember watching it in New York and in San Francisco, in Seattle, and I mean, Chicago. I, it was very iconic for me. And uh, I just think that we owe MTV's real world a lot of credit for everyone else that's on the list. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and give Simo this. Without the real world, there isn't much reality TV. It's true. Without the real world, in fact, you wouldn't even see the show that I'm about to bring up as number one on my list. You wouldn't. He's right. He's right. <clears throat> but here's the thing. The show that I'm going to talk about here, which is the greatest reality TV show of all time, is, in fact, The Jersey Shore. And The Jersey Shore... It's not a copy of the real world. No, no, no. It's just a show that takes elements of it, of people living in a house, seeing what things could happen, and simply makes it better. That brought funnier characters, better, more entertaining people, people that you wanted to keep watching, to the point that those same people are still on TV today. Going on, what, 14, 15 years later? On, uh... Jersey Shore family vacation, which is still huge. I actually just came back this last week uh, while we were rocking at Stand Up New York. The guidos, the fist fighting, the thumping, the 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 pushing, the over drinking, the problems they had, the personalities, the fact that these guys were bros, uh, the you know the the GT uh, GTLs. The catchphrases, the t-shirt time, the fact that you were a little bit of ashamed to actually put yourself to tell people that you were watching this show, but you couldn't help it because it was so fucking good. And the fact that I literally took that show, which Julie had never seen, and literally two years ago showed her season one, and it was still fucking good to the point that she's now hooked on it. It just tells me. It's a better show these days, ladies and gentlemen. This list is what is the best show. And why I can recognize that the real world is a damn good one and that it paved the way for this one. This one's just better, ladies and gentlemen. This one's just better. This one's funnier. This one's more entertaining. These characters make you come back for more, which is why they signed on for those big TV contracts to get paid all that money. 
not the real world people. They have because there's nothing else they can do. They can't do anything else. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Okay, let's see. JWoww has uh, her own brand of tanning lotions. Uh, Snooki has a family. Good for her. The situation has uh, the the situation had his own action figure, and then he did some jail time. And uh, he's cornhole champion now, uh, brother. <laughs> And then uh, let's see, um, Paulie D. Is it hey, he's DJing. Yeah, he's killing it. He's killing it. Uh, but I, I will say that the real world has not only had more seasons. There's more influential people that have come from the real world, whether they're actors or they're fitness gurus or top radio show hosts. Uh, you name it. But also, uh, the real world spawned road rules. And then Real World Road Rules Challenges and uh, the Real World but cast members used to go. Those are different um, shows. The Real World cast members used to go to uh, uh, college campuses to talk to students about like real life stuff. And oh, I don't know no. if oh, uh, oh. Jersey Shore has ever had any sort of outreach. Actually, Mike, no the situation talks to people because he himself uh, was on drugs and hit rock bottom. So he actually does quite a lot of uh, inspirational, motivational speaking work and uh, mm. donates a lot of money and raises a lot of funds. One. Yeah, that's right. Because you were too busy thinking it was a lesser show. But no, damn it. I think but that you know? Jersey Shore might be your favorite show, but I think objectively it's not the best. Oh. It is what it is. And it's a facto reverse card here. Uno reverse card. I think that you just love real, real world so much that you just can't get over the fact that there's a new tiger, a new young buck in town. Rawr. Real old man. The difference between us is that I'm able to look at things objectively. And <laughs> if I had to pick my favorite on the list, it would be Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills. Well, technically, but my favorite of, on the list would be, uh, which is not. Well, I guess my favorite wouldn't even didn't even make the list because it is Hogan's knows best, but that's not the best. So I know Hulk Hogan's literally right behind me here, brother. As I say this, look at him. He looks he looks sad now. He looks upset with me as he rips off his shirt. He's he's very angry. <laughs> look at him. He's mad as shit. There. So <laughs> like, what are you doing, brother? Brother. What are you doing? You're your top five, dude. You still have your favorite. What you talk about, dude? You know what? If he if he was really here in real life, you know what he would say? Probably something really offensive to black people. <laughs> oh no. If, if that's your favorite, you go for it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he, he was going through a tough time in his life. That's not the whole token we all knew and loved, brother. His son was in a really big bad accident. His <laughs> daughter is an Amazon woman who had a failing music career. And his wife left him for a younger man. Oh, God. I guess Sometimes. that's always going to leave a black eye on his reputation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so on that note, let us know what you think. Actually, close the, closing arguments as opposed to just ramble. Uh, two quick sentences as to why the listener should pick the real world, and I'll do two quick closing sentences on Jersey Shore, and then we'll leave it up to them and close us out. Uh, 
the real world is the OG of reality TV. And again, there'd be no reality TV without the real world. And the real world has had multiple seasons and has promoted uh, multiple reality TV shows of similar structure. So you have to uh, leave it up to MTV for creating a uh, international phenomena. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to say just because something has been around longer doesn't mean that it's better, which is by Simo is not a better singer than Miley Cyrus, even though he tries and tries in the shower. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So it's not debatable. <laughs> it's not the Jersey Shore's fault that it's a younger show, but it's simply this list is what's better. And this show takes that formula the real world started, which, yes, I give the real world all the credit in the world as the OG, and just makes it better, perfects it, tweaks it, makes it funnier. And that's why those cast members today are still signed on to the big bucks to be on that show because America wants to see them. I don't give a fuck what season one cast members are doing in the real world, and neither do you. Neither does Seema over there, even though he tries to convince you otherwise. It's a one-trick pony. Exactly. Yeah, they're one-trick pony. Uh, the Jersey Shore, Shore is a one-trick pony. Baby. So, I get it. They drink a lot. They're trashy. Oh, this is my closing statement. This is my closing statement. So, yes, Jersey, the real world is good. It's a great Clay Aiken. It's a great number two. But the real world is just a little, or the Jersey Shore is just a little bit better. Hey, if you. I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> and if you believe me, people, then follow us on all social channels. And let us know at Frat Chat Podcast because it's t shirt time and the cabs are here. And we're going to go ahead. And uh, put a poll on the, the minute that this episode goes live. And you have 24 hours to answer. We're going to compile your votes. And we'll let it up to you. And me and Simo are not even going to vote. And you already know where we stand. So this is all comes up to you. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our story. At Frat Chat Podcast. Plus to follow us on Facebook. At Frat Chat Podcast. And on Twitter. Give us a follow as well. Uh, me at Carlos Does the World on Instagram. On Facebook. On TikTok. Uh, on YouTube as well. At Carlos Does World on Twitter. And follow Mr. Simo over there. At Chris.more.comedy on Instagram and TikTok. And at More Comedy on Twitter. Oh yeah. Or actually Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that still shocks me how close that is. I got balls. <laughs> he just pulls them down when he does it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, let us know what you think. Which one is the greatest TV show of all time? And Mr. Mo, get us out of here. I motion to adjourn this meeting because I'm going to go watch Real World Bitches. And I'm going to watch some Jersey Shore because they're still putting out great content. So we'll be back next week. And we await your decision. See ya. Ciao.